And for all our non-Wookie listeners, uh, happy May the 4th and welcome to the pod. As always, I'm the other Chris. Hey, fellas, from a galaxy far, far away, we're doing this pod. Happy May the 4th be with you. Well, hello there. This is Steve. Hey, it's Dave. All right, listeners, thank you for uh, tuning in. And like we said before, happy May the 4th be with you. So on today's episode, we're going to dive into a little bit of things of Star Wars. So to kick things off, if you can be any type of species, which would you be? Um, I mean, I speak it fluently, so I think I'm going to have to go with Wookiee, man. They would be super dope. Not only are they crazy great in battle and strong, they also can be intelligent as well. So, you know, check all the boxes. And that just flowing locks of gorgeous hair. So count me in. Nice, man. And the home planet for the Wookiees, Kashyyyk, just it looked like a beautiful planet to live on, too, as well. Absolutely. It's a good pick, man. Very good pick. Does this give you any hint? <laughs> a Tuscan Raider? A sand person. <laughs> They're uh, Tuscan Raiders, Dave. Come on. It's 2022. Tuscan Raider, then. My bad out there, everybody. Please don't cancel me in the Star Wars universe. Bunch of Tuscan haters out there. If you're if you're a Tuscan Raider, you're allowed to say it. True story. Uh, well, I'm curious, Dave. Why would you want to be a Tuscan Raider? Um, ever since watching Boba Fett, it kind of dove a little bit more into them. In the past, they were kind of just freaky looking people. I used to be like, are those real people underneath like all of that, or is that just? Are they some like crazy monsters? But the Boba Fett series, he got to actually be included in like one of the tribes and they actually are a lot more caring and loving and seeing that side of it makes you almost feel a little bad for them when you realize what Anakin did. But I guess they fucking killed his mom. So whatever. Good pick. Good choice. Uh, For myself, I think I'm actually going to go with a droid. I wouldn't be a droid just because... These guys always have a lot of personality for being a robot. They're always kind of like the funnest. They have a sense of humor, uh, sometimes dry. But uh, if something happens to me, I mean, you, I can be put back together like decades and, you know, centuries later. So I could be a Jedi. Be the best droid you can be. But when you get, get with the immortality angle, I, I, that'd be really cool. Yeah. For myself, I would be a, a Nautilon, which was uh, the Jedi Kit Fisto. He was the the green guy, kind of amphibious looking. I know I'd change my appearance, but to be a Jedi, to be able to swim underwater, similar to like Aquaman, I think would be really badass. It would be cool to be like an underwater race too, that can also be up like above water on land. Yeah, from the Clone Wars cartoon movie, dude, he was super badass, man. Underwater, just tearing up the armies from the Separatists too. So yeah, so that'd be super cool to be. All right, uh, those are good picks, but uh, kind of similar along those lines. But where would you guys live in the Star Wars universe? Which, uh, you know, which planet, which world? Uh, Well, I am a Wookiee and Kashyyyk is a beautiful planet like we described. But I actually think I might go to Scarif. I uh, just recently watched Rogue One and the battle at the end is dope and just the beautiful beaches they're fighting on. Like there's got to be a part of the planet where the stormtroopers go to relax and blow off steam, you know, some some coastal city or town. So that's where you're going to find me kicking out my big furry feet on the beach. You're going to smell like a wet dog. <laughs> the ladies love. Honestly, for me. I'm going to throw out Naboo just because it always looked so awesome on the big screen and the way they made it look like super beautiful and stuff. seems like it'd be a really cool place to 
grow up. It almost seems like an old school style. I think it'd be super chill. There's the underwater city as well with the Gungans there. So I think it'd be a cool place. Yeah, Naboo would be, I feel like Naboo is like a, like a vacation destiny, right? Star Wars universe. I feel like you go to Naboo, kind of get away from the hustle and bustle. You're like summer vacation home in Naboo. Uh, for myself, I think I'll just go with indoor. I was going to choose the Ewoks, uh, but since I chose a droid, I guess I would live on indoor. Uh, I guess it's pretty close to Earth, but uh, those guys are just, uh, you know, they're always partying, having fun, little kind of like uh, festivals, right? This sounds fun. Sounds like a cool place. You command a legion of highly trained Ewoks to go out and do your bidding. Be pretty sweet. So for myself, I'd mentioned it earlier, Chris, uh, you had said, mentioned Kashyyyk being a beautiful planet. I think I would choose Kashyyyk. I wouldn't be a Wookiee, but it'd be cool to be accepted into like a Wookiee clan and be able to live with them. And I mean, of course, this is Star Wars. I'd come and go as I please, but I think my home base would be Kashyyyk, man, for sure. You're a cool dude, man. We will accept you into our tribe. Do you guys think Wookiees just have massive like shits that get stuck in their like butt fur and stuff and just have Wookiee dingleberries? Nah, man, they they keep it well kept. You know, there's a few gross motherfuckers out there, but for the most part, you got to trim around it, man. Steve, you better watch out. I heard that's what they use the droids for on that planet. But I, I could just imagine a droid having that job. And you guys remember in Flintstones, they would always like turn to like the animals that were like the dishwasher. And you would look at the droid and you'd be like, and you thought your job was bad. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> yeah, dude, completely. <laughs> All right, guys, I got one last question for you. Talked about who would we be and where would we live, but how would you get around the galaxy in style? If you had to choose one ship, you could have anybody's ship. You could have Darth Vader's ship. Uh, Who, what are you going to be cruising around in? Ooh, that is a good question, man. I think for myself, being a fan of uh, the animated series of Rebels, I would like to have uh, Harris and Dula's ship, the Ghost. I think that would be just... You know, besides the Millennium Falcon, which I sure I'm sure will get picked on, you know, this question. At least I think so. But yeah, her ship, the ghost, dude, she was just able to maneuver it, get out of uh, tight situations. And it was just to me, it was like the sports car of spacecrafts. So I would pick the ghost man from uh, Rebels. Well, Fig just stole mine. So if someone else knows theirs, go ahead. I hate to be that guy. But I'm going to say the Millennium Falcon, dude. I think everybody at one point or another, if you're a Star Wars fan, has imagined what it would be like to be piloting that aircraft or that ship and to just hit warp speed, dude. Have uh, Chewbacca. Maybe Chris would be a Wookiee sitting next to me. I'd be some, you know, spice smuggler. Be running some drugs, dude, across the galaxy. It'd be pretty badass. Dude, not going to lie. There's the Smuggler's Run ride in Disneyland and being able to be the pilot and hit hyper speed or hyper to go into hyperspace, dude, is so fucking cool. Even though it's just a fake ride in my head, I was a fucking 10 year old little boy being like, holy shit, we're going into hyperspeed. So I agree with you, man. I feel like uh, the Millennium Falcon had to be on this list. Represent. All right. So since... Big soul mine, like an asshole. I'm going to stay right on the smuggling line and go with the Ebon Hawk. It was the uh, ship from Shadows of the Empire N64 game back in the day. And you were Dash Rendar. It was his ship as he was a bounty hunter across the galaxy. It was almost like a knockoff of Han Solo, but he had a badass uh, fighter ship. Ooh, that's cool, man. Um, The producers just chimed in. It's actually pronounced Ethan Hawk. 
Good to know, Dave. Uh, <laughs> for, for, for my pick, I think I'm going to go with the uh, Naboo Royal Starship. Now, it doesn't have any weapons, but this thing is sleek. And if you remember it, it was uh, Padme's ship from the uh, the prequels. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, like the silver one, right? That I one did is say, very, very slick, man. Very nice. Yeah, I did say who's going to cruise around the universe in style. So you definitely uh, probably went the best with the question. Style and, yeah, super fast still and stuff as well. And uh, you can get the, the chrome exterior and then you get the leather seats on the inside, man. You're going to be balling, dude, <laughs> traveling through space. Com- comfortable ride. Awesome picks, my friends. So to end things, I have a Star Wars game for you guys. You guys ready to jump into that? This cool. is the way. All right, my friends, like I said, I have a Star Wars game for you. So I'm going to play a few seconds of a clip. And whoever gets to answer the question first, you're going to name which scene this movie is from. And then you also get a bonus point if you can tell me what's happening in this scene. All righty. First one. Here we go. We'll get all mushy on me. So long, princess. Han Solo to Princess Leia. Roger, roger. All right. What in, move? In the second, in the second movie. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Roger, roger. Ooh, okay, okay. Alrighty, fellas, so we'll roll into the next one. See if you guys know it. In your solitude on Tatooine, training I have for you. Yoda to Obi-Wan. Roger, roger. In episode three. Roger, roger. Yep, yep, that's correct. He's uh, telling Obi-Wan about connecting with Qui-Gon Jinn. And becoming a force ghost, or eventually becoming a force ghost. So, Qui-Gon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, fellas, next one. Let's roll into it. Here we go. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last. Oh, uh, episode one, Phantom Menace. Roger, Roger. That's Correct. Fucking Darth Maul's talking about uh, showing himself to the Jedi before he goes and attacks the planet. Roger, Roger. Ding, 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 sir. Attacks them in the desert. It's one All of right. his very few lines he says in the whole goddamn thing. Still badass, though, man. Dude, super badass. He, uh, a man of very few words. The way they flushed him out in the extended universe after that made him one of my favorite villains of all time. All right, fellas, keep the ball rolling. Next one, right now. I delivered the weapon the Emperor requested. I uh, Star it. Rogue One. Roger, it's Roger. when director Krennic is going to Lord Vader to explain all his shit to try to get back in his good graces because Tarkin is taking over his battle station. Roger, Roger. Ooh. Little bitch boy about it. Dude, and uh, you are correct, sir, for all of it, movie and scene. And yeah, right after... Fucking Darth Vader just force chokes his ass because he's uh he's getting a little too high and mighty. You don't you don't do that with Lord Vader, man. Don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the new movies that they made once Disney acquired them, dude, Rogue One by far my favorite. I would have to agree, Dave. I think Rogue One being out. I mean, I know it's part of the Skywalker trilogy in essence, but yeah, I would say out of the new ones, this one is high up there in my rankings too of all Star Wars movies. So I mean, it was pretty badass that they finally. What we all thought in that first opening crawl, like, oh, plants were taken by a small rebel alliance or whatever. And you're like, oh, I wonder how that went. And then I feel like they executed that movie so nicely, man. And the little cherry on top was Vader just trying to get it that last ditch effort. And it's like the most merc- like craziest Vader scene of all time. 
Dude, yeah, when that scene, I mean, the movie by itself is amazing. And you you end, like you said, on that scene, like, holy shit, dude. So hopefully we get some of that in the new Kenobi series too as well. Alrighty, fellas. So this is the last one. I think there's a tie with Dave and Chris. So let's see who can get this one first. The Force is what gives him his powers. Created by all living oh, things. Oh, Mandalorian. It's when Ahsoka Tano is telling him about Grogu in the Force. Roger, Roger. Nice. I could not place that one at first, dude, at all. I was like, is this old Princess Leia talking right now? <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, Chris, the last question took the win. So, congratulations, my friend. You are the top Jedi for this game. The chosen one, some might say. Ooh. Perhaps, perhaps. Alrighty, fellas, thank you for playing the game. And on that note, another great pod. Thank you for listening. As always, Chris Fig, later days, my friends. May the force be with you, always. May the force be with you, always. Be-